Blog Talk Radio. Hello, you're online. This is the digital drummer. I need to know does anyone hear me? Jim Newton, can you hear me? Good evening, Jackie. How are you feeling? Yes, we seem to be having some audio problems. Are you there, Jackie? Yes, we seem to be having some audio problems. Are you there? Jim Newton, can you hear me? Live on the air. Great. I can hear you. I'm looking forward to the show tonight and speaking with Brother Hamilton. Good evening, Jackie.
Hello, Jill. This is Eric Hamilton. I think uh, Jackie is having some audio problems. I'm, I have her on Instant Messenger, and um, I think she just opened up the line for it. Um, I'm having trouble right now hearing through my phone, so I'm going to get on another line in the meantime. Eric is on the line. His line is open, so introduce Eric and speak with him. Well, first, let me welcome him. Uh, the brother has a dynamic uh, a presence. I see him all across the net as the uh, marketing manager for Around the Way app. He's doing a fantastic job. And uh, for a young brother, I'm, I'm waiting to learn where he uh, acquired all these social media skills from. For those of our listeners that are uh, unfamiliar with the Around the Way mobile app, it is a uh, a new mobile app that's been developed by a, a group of uh, young entrepreneurs out of New York. I'll let Eric uh, tell you the story behind that. But they have a fantastic product that allows you to locate and identify uh, black-owned businesses that are near your location based on the GB, GPS uh, that's in your phone. So with that being said, while we're waiting for uh, Jackie to... Uh, uh, handle some of the audio issues on her end. Eric, why don't you start off the show by telling us about yourself first and then your company? Sure, absolutely. Well, well thank you, Jim, and hopefully Jackie will, will get her uh, audio together because I, I definitely would love to her to be a part of this conversation. So, uh, and uh, a pleasure. So, thank you all for for, for having me out. I, I, it's a, a pure pleasure, and I'm definitely honored to to be able to talk to you for a little bit. So um, about me, so um, again, I, I live in New York, but I'm born and raised in, in Detroit, Michigan. Um, I studied uh, computer science back in the day. I have a degree in computer science from Michigan State University. Uh, that's what I studied. I worked at a number of different places over the years. Uh, I worked at Netscape back in the late 90s, uh, worked at Yahoo for a number of years, um, and uh, transitioned that to doing my own thing. And about... Uh, a year ago is when I met the the main founder, the CEO of Around the Way, when it was just an idea on a cocktail napkin. Uh, Janine Hasif and I met about a year ago. I was actually working on a different startup. I started a company called AdSmoke, which was a digital video uh, startup company with some uh, some brothers from Yahoo. And the startup wasn't going so well, so we were probably we were kind of it was really coming to an end when I met Janine and she had an idea about a mobile app. I guess it's a nice segue into the, your second thing, which is a little bit about the app. Uh, but she had an idea on a cop- cocktail napkin about a mobile app that allows you to find the closest black-owned business to your current location. I thought it was a great idea. So great that I assumed that that product already existed. And uh, fortunately for us, it did not exist. And I thought it was a great idea because I'm all about you know, me being a technologist, you know, changing paper processes into technology processes and mobile apps, you know. So if you think about, you know, the Around the Way app, it's just a 2013 version of the old black yellow pages. Back back in Detroit in, in the late 70s, early 80s, we used to have something called the black yellow pages in Detroit. And what they used to do was just list all the African-American businesses in and around Detroit. Again, this is a 2013 version of that, but it encompasses every black business from, you know, east to west. We've got 
um, over 15,000 businesses listed in the app, and it's growing daily. We've got businesses where I'm at in, in, in Harlem, where I'm from in Detroit. We've even got sisters doing hair who own hair salons in Anchorage, Alaska. There's even bed and breakfast places right outside of Anchorage, Alaska. So brothers are, are doing it big. So, so that, that's the long and short of, uh, of, of what we do. Again, it's really about empowering those black-owned businesses and getting African-Americans to spend more money with African-Americans. That's what it's all about. And, you know, what you're doing is so key to the economic empowerment of our communities. Uh, often I, I run across different, uh, not only uh, technologists, but regular uh, brick-and-mortar businessmen. And, you know, they, they think about their product, they think about their location, they, they think about uh, their, their sales staff and force, but they often forget to think about the marketing and advertising end of it. They place no real value on it. Uh, it's all about word of mouth and uh, leaflets and flyers. And for you to take this step to uh, digitize uh, a black directory that's accessible over the most commonly used uh, device in our community, uh, I give you much uh, uh, cheers and co congratulations, my brother. You're doing the dot-com thing. Thank you, sir. And 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 you know the Jim, you know the the facts as well or better than I do. You know as far as and you just hit it right on the head. As far as smartphone usage in, in the United States, for if you look at every segment, um, if you look at white folks, um, uh, it's about I think somewhere about forty-seven percent of Caucasian Americans are using smartphones. For African Americans, it's fifty-four percent. We are the single highest. Uh, smartphone usage demographics out of everybody, out of Asian Americans, um, whether it be Latinos or, or Caucasian Americans, it is us. So it just makes sense for uh, for us to um, have this technology in our pockets. You think about, you know, you probably have nieces, nephews, cousins, or what have you, who are tweeting up Facebook and, and Pinterest and Instagram. We, we, we constantly use this technology to get other folk rich, you know. Um, why not use the same technology that we're using to get other folk rich to empower those businesses to make them rich? I mean, if you, I mean, Jim, I mean, you, you probably know, um, if you think about other ethnicities setting up shops in our communities, um, I'm, I'm from Detroit, so what's prevalent in Detroit was the uh, Arabic community um, right, after, right during the 1970s. Uh, when you had uh, in Detroit, we had something called white flight, right? You had the riots of, the, of like a 1968 or so, 1967. I was born in 69, so I missed all this. Uh, and uh, so you had a lot of of uh, of Caucasians leaving the city. And what happened was a lot of people from the Middle East actually felt uh, filled some of the vacuum as far as uh, setting up uh, businesses in, in, in African-American communities in, in, in Detroit and got rich off of it. If you go to other uh, African-American communities, you have people from Indian, Indian descent and other ethnicities have made billions of dollars, if not trillions of dollars over the last several decades, setting up businesses in our communities. We, we, we do a great job making other folk rich. We are the best consumer on the planet, so much that, one interesting statistic, it's predicted. This is Nielsen who came up with this study, and I was, some people think, wow, where did he get this information from? Nielsen has had a study. They said by 2015, the African-American spending power will be $1 trillion per year, trillion with a T. 
So I'm like, wow, that sounds like a lot of money, Jim. But, man, I had to get my arms around what $1 trillion really is. So I did a little bit of homework. And if I had a $100 bill, everybody knows what a $100 bill looks like. Benjamin Franklin, all about the Benjamins, you know, Diddy saying that back in the day. If you took $100 bills and you stacked them, a million dollars would be about waist high, all 100 stacked from the floor up. So if you – it would be about a, uh, about a, a yard wide. So it would be, you know, about three feet wide. You could, you could do three feet with your hands. So if you sat on the ground, it would be about a yard. You can jump over a million dollars without even running. It's only three feet. Now, if you – a trillion dollars stacked like that, you know, a million dollars would be something you can jump over. A trillion dollars, Jim, if you stacked it just like I, right, just like I described, would stretch from New York to D.C., back to New York, all the way to Boston. It would be about 650 miles long, a trillion dollars. A million dollars you can jump over. Right, this is just three feet. A trillion dollars would be 650 miles long. That's a lot of doggone money, and we annually spend that with other folks, getting other folk rich. So again, it's it's time for this app, and again, it's all about empowering um, those African American businesses. That's what it's about. Well, you know, that's a, a great illustration. We hear these zillion dollar numbers all the time in the uh, tech community but it's hard for our, us to relate to them other than from a, a, a lottery or, or, or winning the, uh, uh, getting a gold record, winning, grabbing the brass ring in the music or the sports industry. But a business person, uh, especially as you pointed out, foreign business persons uh, realize the uh, amount of wealth that's being generated in our community and quickly take advantage of it. And uh, you can... Uh, point out all different ethnicities from different parts of the countries, but it's becoming universal in the sense that, as you say, if you want to put a, uh, have a successful business, then go to the black community. The most successful uh, Denny's in the nation that does the most revenue is on uh, Crenshaw and Vernon here in Los Angeles. So mm. it doesn't matter whether it's a big box franchise or whether it's a small mom post store, uh, beauty salon, or hair supply, they're coming into our neighborhood because they know the power of the black dollar. It's just a matter of us as a community becoming aware of what we have control of and what we can do. And that's kind of what the uh, Urban Tech Fair is about, is a collaboration of all that's going on within our community. Our motto is discover Silicon Valley in your own backyard. People like you who have experience working in uh, Fortune 500 tech companies live around the corner from us. Uh, you know, we're all working on our, our dreams, hopes, and aspirations. The baby boomers are retiring with skills and experiences and contacts and everything we need to be successful in a dot-com business is readily available, and half of it is free. I'm really uh, glad to hear the story about how you and the founder met because so often when I talk to small businessmen and, and traditional uh, organizations, Chamber of Commerce and so forth, you know, we have uh, what I like to call the black tax. You know, our idea or our concept has got to be better than anybody else's with no holes in it before we take the first step. You got to have a 40-page business plan. You got to have everything uh, uh, thought out, 
and, and worked out before you begin to actually uh, practice or, or start your business. And that's not necessarily true. As you said, and I've seen this happen at so many tech conferences and, and, and tech events, when you and your partner got together and sketched the idea out on a, on a, uh, a napkin, that was what we like to call a minimal viral product. In other words, it doesn't necessarily have to work, but you can illustrate it or communicate it in such a way that people can see the viability of it and therefore uh, make an intelligent decision as to whether it's worth their time, uh, money, and resources to invest and move that napkin into reality. And, you know, I just want to compliment you on, uh, on taking that step of faith uh, believing in the sister, uh, lending your expertise and, uh, you know, your resources uh, uh, to making this uh, needed product uh, become a reality in our community. Uh, I remember the uh, Black Yellow Pages. Uh, it was a very prominent organization. It was a national organization, and they had great directories all across the country. But now that we went to a mobile society, you don't hear about them anymore. You barely hear about your... Uh, your local uh, neighborhood uh, uh, community paper. So sure. to move that uh, publishing to a mobile platform is of great value to our community, and I'm glad to see, as you listed, the amount of businesses that are signing up in the directory. Uh, I'm glad to see that our community is, is supporting you. Now, tell us a little bit more, uh, because we always want to illustrate uh, the positive in terms of breaking down stereotypes about blacks and technology. Can you tell us some of your experiences working uh, uh, with Yahoo and some of those uh, uh, named tech organizations? Yeah, uh, excuse so... me, gentlemen. Excuse me, Eric. First, I wanted to say thank you. Welcome. This is Jacqueline Tiella Adams. Everything was working beautiful. I was in the studio 15 minutes early, and then soon time came on, Everything went muted, and I couldn't hear anything. And Eric was helping me on the side. So I just want to say thank you. And I do want to take a moment to ask everyone listening in, if you, um, Eric, if you could give the website for the app. I want everyone to go there. Then after you give your background, we want to come and actually, this is alive and interactive. We want people to actually download the app, ask you questions while they're here, and suggest black businesses. But could you tell everyone while you're speaking where they can go so they can find the website while you're giving your background? Absolutely. So so the web address is around the way app, around the way app.com. Around the way app.com is information on the uh on the app. Um or you can simply uh, go to your uh, app store on the iPhone or the Google Play Store and just simply search for Around the Way and click the little button to to download it and install it, and that, that's it, and you're in, you're in business. And it is a free app. It is a free app. It's 100% free. It will always be free. I can say that right now. With uh, you know, cause our, our thing is we're really trying to empower those businesses and uh, get those, you know, it really is about, us spending money with us. So absolutely, it is a free app, absolutely. Not only to download, but also to register, am I correct? Correct, yes, sir. Uh, Jim, you're 100% right. So it's free to be listed as well. So if you have a, a business, a brick-and-mortar business, uh, the way to add your business, I get this question a lot, is, well, how do I add my business? Well, 
we make it as easy as we, as we possibly can is once you download the app, in the bottom right-hand corner is a button you click add. You can add your business. You add it right in the app, and within 48 hours, your brick-and-mortar business will be listed in the app, and people can find you. Now, uh, the, the, the one question I also get a lot is, you know, hey, you know, I – I plan to set up my brick-and-mortar business. I want to do a, a boutique in, uh, in, in Harlem in about two years. But right now I'm selling dresses online out of, out of my apartment in Harlem. You know, I don't want people to – I want to be listening to that, but I don't want people to come to, you know, my, my apartment where I have my wife with, with me and my kids. What, 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 what options are there for me? Well, what we're going to be doing is we're going to, we're going to eventually have accommodations for online businesses. We don't know how we're gonna how it's gonna appear in the app, but in about a month or so, or actually sooner than that, you'll be able to register your online business. And but we but as far as when your online business will appear in the app, we don't know yet. So but we realize that's a progression for a lot of businesses. A lot of businesses, uh, Jackie and Jim, as you guys know, don't have two hundred thousand dollars to build a brick and mortar building to sell whatever they're selling. Some people are gonna start small, like. We have like our app. We 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 we're, we're virtual, right? Um, if it took two hundred thousand dollars to get our app going, we probably wouldn't have gotten done. I don't have that kind of money laying around, just like most entrepreneurs don't have that type of money. So we realize that that's important, especially for us. We've got a lot of you know educated entrepreneurial folks who just lack access to capital and have online businesses. So we want to make some accommodations for those. Um, and speaking of access to capital, one of the things that we want to, when we start talking about partnerships, and then, Jim, I'll definitely get to your question uh, that you asked earlier, uh, is about uh, uh, black-owned banks. So we've got our, every black-owned bank in the country is in our app. In fact, I recently moved, you know, I used to bank with Wells Fargo. I was kind of oblivious to black-owned banks. I'm like, well, I see Chase. I have all my money in Wells Fargo and different banks that I've banked with over the years. Um, one thing that I was I was pleasantly surprised of the service. I don't know why I was surprised. I shouldn't have been surprised, but I just didn't know, right? Just like some people don't know when you do something new, you just don't know what the experience is going to be like. But I moved my uh, I bank with a uh, City National African American owned bank. The service that I get is just as as exemplary and tight as any other bank that I bank with. I can do my online banking, my bill pay. I'm a tech guy. I got to be mobile. I can't just be going to a, uh, an ATM or excuse me, a branch to do my transactions. Everything I do is online, so I can do everything from my um, from my uh, my uh, electronically. I love it. It's great. The only difference between the black-owned bank and the non-black-owned bank is advertising. They don't have the millions and billions of dollars to drop into to marketing. So that's the main difference that I see. They don't, they're not in your face like the Chase uh, commercials. Um, but um, but that's, that's something that's really big is us banking with African-American banks because those are the banks that are making the loans to, the, uh, to people of the community, right? So I think it's really important as part of our initiative, we're going to be partnering with, with these African-American-owned banks to get us to have our money in African-American banks to empower the community. And I think, Jim, you asked me a question. I can't remember the question. It was about my background and tech. And you mind repeating? I'm well, sorry, I apologize. Some some people, you know, when they think of someone in uh, technology, a developer or a software engineer or, or, or a business uh, biz dev type person, they think of a, a white guy or somebody in a suit. 
And to have a brother like yourself that's on the front lines, that worked in that corporate environment, that is out there in the trenches fighting every day to make a living and to generate business through technology, as you said earlier. Uh, just tell our listeners some of the experiences that you had uh, working with Yahoo and as you climbed the ladder and what motivated you and the reception or experiences that, that you encountered in the uh, tech world. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting. So when, when I first came on board to Yahoo, it, I, I think the experience is very uh, very similar to what we as African Americans experience in, in corporate America. One of the things that I initially encountered was, uh, you know, a lot of people want to talk about meritocracy. I mean, uh, you know, as far as you know, you know, people being there on merit. Um, I have to honestly say the hiring, I love Yahoo's hiring practices, right? I felt that when they hired me to be an analytics consultant, web analytics, what I did a number of years ago, about five years, five, six years ago when they hired me, I felt that they really hired the best person, black or white. I really felt that it was very fair. Um, but what I experienced, and it was a great working environment, everything, I love working there. But what I experienced when you when you're, trying to climb the corporate ladder. I got a number of promotions. And and what I experienced is, I think what a lot of African Americans experience is, um, you know, a lot of times achieving the higher uh, levels in one's career, you, you run into that, that glass ceiling in that no matter how talented you are, there are some people who, for whatever reason, don't want to see you succeed. How about I put it like that without getting too crazy, sounding too crazy. So, you know, um, the long short of it is it's very positive as far as me being an individual contributor and, uh, you know, using my expertise to make Yahoo a lot of money. But when it, when it came down to getting into some of those key decision-making roles, um, I have to be honest, the opportunities for me just weren't there. I consider myself uh, at least a halfway bright brother, you know, um, run a number of businesses over the years. Uh, but at the same time, I think that glass ceiling still exists in, 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 certain, in certain places. Um, so, uh, but I don't, I don't think any of your listeners should be discouraged. I think that that was just my, my personal experience. I think that, um, you know, a talented person can overcome that. What I decided to do was I decided to strike out on my own. Instead of uh, playing the little silly games, little corporate games that the companies want to play, I ended up leaving, leaving and doing my own thing. And it, it's actually worked out for me. Um, um, that may not be everybody's path, but it's actually worked out for me. Well, you know, I tell people that uh, no matter what field of endeavor you get into, uh, whether it be uh, uh, blue-collar or white-collar, you got to pay your dues, and there's a certain camaraderie and a certain uh, familiarity that uh, works within any type of uh, uh, corporate or, or business environment. And uh, don't be afraid. I encourage them all the time. Don't be afraid to get in the game just to learn, if for no other mm -hmm. reason, just to experience how it's done on that level. And so my point is that we don't hear about uh, the, the black uh, analytic engineer at Yahoo. We don't hear about the uh, uh, black technician at IBM. Uh, you know, all we hear about is the uh, success stories that come out when we do Black History Month. We can name uh, 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 black uh, icons all day long. Most of us mm -hmm. can. 
you know, we know that we're there in force on every level from a managerial to a technical level. It's just a matter of getting more of us and getting the doors open. And that's why I know a lot of those corporations, such as uh, Microsoft, has uh, organizations like uh, Blacks and Microsoft. Google has a similar group of just in-house people that are promoting and directing management towards community causes that are supporting uh, uh, nonprofits STEM uh, efforts that are happening in our community. And, you know, we always got to talk about where do you start because everybody has to start somewhere, and we all encounter failures and disappointments in our, our process of life. Uh, you know, you, you can't win if you, if, 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 if you don't lose. You've got to lose in order to grow and learn. So uh, I just wanted to touch on that point because I didn't want to bring up any uh, issues, but I want to encourage people to pursue uh, those type of opportunities because, as you said, the hiring process was about the best person. And to be qualified on that level to have gotten the job in the first place is an accomplishment. Whether you keep it or make it a career, it doesn't matter. But it's just taking that step forward on your skills and talents that uh, God has given you. Now that we've uh, uh, touched yeah. on that point, yes, Jackie. Yes, I just wanted to chime in again. Um, we do have um, a caller on the line who'd like to speak. I think it's Herschel. And anyone else, if you'd like to call in, just the call-in number is 646-716-7994. Again, their call-in number is 646-716-7994. We want to give a shout-out to Cynthia Frazier, who's in the chat room. And we like to ask everyone again, go to www.aroundtheway app, that's A-R-O-U-N-D-T-H-E-W-A-Y-A-P-P.com. Go to aroundthewayapp.com, download the app. You can download it on your smartphone or iPhone. Download the app, and then if you have any questions, Eric is here to answer any questions that you may have. So is it okay if I open up the line, Jim? Oh, sure, great. Uh, Herschel, I love it. Not ready. Hi, is this Herschel? Hi. Yes, you know, it's Herschel (laughs) from Cincinnati, Ohio, one of the OKI UTF, the Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, Urban Tech Fair, and and, uh, this is a great call. Okay, as a matter of fact, I've already signed uh, up the app. Okay? All right, and it, it, it's smooth. Okay, so thank you. So it's a quick, it's a quick fill out. Okay, now I want you to expand those categories now. Okay. <laughs> All Absolutely. right. Now, when, did you, when, when did you download the app? Um, how was it recent or was it a while a while back? Oh, let's say two minutes ago. I I did I did the fill out for the business. And okay. I'll have my granddaughter download the app uh, tomorrow. Gotcha. Okay, and we'll we'll put it in testing here in uh, Cincinnati. We're mostly nice. an Android uh, crew here. Good. Okay, but uh, you have both Android and phone. And by the way, people, he has an updated iPhone app. Okay, that's uh, good uh, right now. So if you go with the updates, it's right there. Okay, and I love what you do to show who the three of you are. 
Okay, and you're about, and it shows digital literacy. So uh, is this uh, uh, the only venture that you're doing, okay, or are you doing uh, other ventures in that venture? Because uh, I know you're, you're hooked up with the U.S. Uh, African uh, American Chamber of Commerce. Yes, uh, so uh, thank you for calling in. And was your first name was, it was Herschel? Yeah, my yeah, first Herschel name was Daniel. Herschel Dan Daniel. I'm uh, the uh, uh, chairman of the uh, Friends of the African Union, but I'm in gotcha. uh, I'm in the UT I'm in a, uh, a UTF. I'm one of the city leaders uh, for Urban Tech Fair, and so gotcha. something like this we want to feature, uh, okay? Absolutely. And and uh, seeing you've got the base down. Uh, we want to uh, talk to you about uh, we're not just at Urban Tech Fair, just an African-American focused, okay, but uh, we definitely uh, would like to see OEM uh, this maybe into the uh, tech fair, but I know Jim is going to talk to you about that. Absolutely. So, yeah, uh, thanks for, for calling in. Thanks for, for your question. Um, in regards to uh, ventures, yeah, this this is it. This is the only venture that I'm, I'm currently uh, working on, Um Takes takes up a, a lot of time, but yeah, this is the the only venture uh, we're working on for right now. So, so did you work with Ronald? Now I'm Herschel. Yeah. Yeah, I do want to share with you that um, you know we put out um, bids, we requested bids to build the um, Urban Tech Fair app, and their company did respond. So, um, we're hoping that um, they will. Um, you know, if they accept our okay, that you know they'll be building our app for the Urban Tech Fair. Well, that'd be cool. They have access to the uh, uh, database, okay, that's been taken about uh, 15 years to produce that database. Uh, I was back there when the uh, uh, Black Chamber of Commerce and et cetera was formed. Uh, uh, so I'm I'm glad to see see this uh, uh, working to, together. So are you taking other databases uh, to? Uh, and uh, what about your competition? How are you seeing? You're the chief marketing officer. I'll ask. Okay, uh, Black Pages. Okay, is uh, I would think would uh, they don't have a a uh, app, but uh, they call themselves the uh, largest internet African American search engine. Okay, mm-hmm. seeing you worked at Yahoo, I know you knew uh, Rama, or that's what we call him, and used to be uh, uh, there, so you know the database and the industry basis. So what's your marketing plan to uh, make your uh, company uh, uh, the leading app in the uh, black community? Yeah, so um, we, we did a lot of research when we kicked things off a year, when we met a year ago, and when we launched the app back in November. Um, we didn't find... From, from a mobile app perspective, there were no other apps out there that had the extensive database that we currently have. Actually, we're, we're expanding it. We're probably going to add, you know, there's this about what, um, we have about 15,000 businesses. We're probably going to add an, another 15,000 in the next, probably in the next three or four months. Even with the 15,000 we have, there is no other single source of African-American businesses that is com- as comprehensive as what we have, right? Um, again, we don't have <clears throat> an online version. We could easily make, uh, meaning online, meaning accessible from a PC. Uh, we did that by design. We we want to, uh, because as you know, uh, the the way that we as a society is going is too mobile, and we want people to make actionable decisions 
with the information right in their pocket. So we decided to have everything be app-focused as opposed to having an online directory, meaning from, from the PC. So long short of it is, I don't want to sound cocky, but there is no, there is no competition. Um, there, there, there are little uh, pockets of, 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 you know, of, um, not say pockets, but little, uh, there are companies that are, are doing something similar, but, you know, I'm just going to be real. We, we crush them, seriously. I guess it really isn't a competition in a sense that it's all about empowering black-owned businesses, so it's not really, a, we're not trying to put anybody out of business. God bless those other directories. But ours is the best, by far. All right, for well, the number of businesses, the, the best digital. Use. It looks like that. It looks like a digital, but there's 1.9 million, okay, African-American businesses. As Jim Absolutely. will tell you, this is an area that we cover in uh, Friends of the African Union, and uh, we want to hook you in that this is a uh, jubilee year, okay, Absolutely. for uh, Africa and the uh, diaspora. And so uh, I'm looking forward to uh, seeing the growth of your company. And uh, the uh, work, as Jackie just uh, alluded to, with uh, the Urban Tech Fair. Exactly, if, if and, the, can, and the black um, and the black yellow the black I, page is actually very very useful tool. But again, the black pages the way black pages works from when we were looking at them way long time ago is you have to know the name of the business. It's like it's like a black Google, right? Um, it's from from the last time I was on that site. If I were, if I had never been to Los Angeles before, and I wanted to basically, I wanted to go to, I want to find a, um, um, a, a black lodging. Where can I find a, a place that is a black-owned bed and breakfast or a black-owned hotel to stay in? When, if I were to go to Black Pages, what do I search for, right? Um, I could probably search for Hilton, right? And if a black Hilton came up, if there is one then potentially it will come up in the black pages, but that Hilton might be in New York. It might be in Detroit. It might be in Chicago. So the thing is, is the black pages is very useful when you know the name of the business that you're searching for. What if you don't know? You've never been to a city before. In fact, we even have accommodations in our app. Let's say, for instance, um, like for instance I've never been to Anchorage, Alaska before. Um, I can change my location to make the app think that I'm currently in Alaska. So I can see all the local beautiful businesses, wonderful businesses up in Alaska that I can potentially go to uh, so I can pre-plan my travel. Or if I, I, like, I like Vegas, I like Miami. So um, I plan to use the app before I get to Vegas and Miami when we wanted to do something to eat. You know, hey, you know, it's great. I, I definitely spend my money in different places. Yeah, it's, it's great to eat on the Strip and in the Bellagio. That's fine, but why not? you know, help out some of those other businesses that, that might not be in the spotlight when you're on vacation. And that's where the power of the app comes in. It's it's when you don't know um, the names of these businesses, if the app shows I, I, the closest one to you. Just two last questions. Uh, Certainly. One technical, okay, so I want to give you a background. I used to be Naval Telecommunications System Integration Command, so I ah. noticed on your infrastructure that you use about me, and others, so it led me to ask the uh, question, are you running your own server and feeding as software as a service or, uh, or using a software as a service uh, uh, a virtual server? Yeah, we definitely don't run our own servers. Uh, that, that's, that's 1999 way of doing things. Everything's cloud-based. Everything's in the cloud. So our, our and, database... And how do you secure then 
When you say in the cloud, because we just had and Java mind broken, you, there's certain right? questions I'm not going to be able to answer because you know how yeah. that is, right? But yeah, yeah, but go yeah, ahead. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, all right. So, so that that and the second part is monetization strategy. Uh, mm -hmm. So I just did the Facebook connectivity into your infrastructure, okay, and that's why I was asking about me because it's uh, looking to capture uh, uh, about me captures all of your data and lets you do an automatic post on Facebook in your name as part of the app. So I was asking about uh, what is your public monetization strategy? Yeah, so um, as far as mon how do you make monetization? Money? Yeah, how do you make money? Yeah, so um, – that we formed a, uh, a strategic partnership with the U.S. Black Chamber of Commerce. Our, U.S. Black Chamber Inc. Ron Busby and crew out of Washington D.C. Yeah, we partnered with them. And what this means is, so it's free to be listed in our app, right? Mm -hmm. And so if I'm in, in um, say in Harlem and I'm looking for a bakery, it's going to the app's going to show me the closest bakery. Um, so the Harlem bakeries will be number one, and maybe. 15th on the list may be a bakery in Brooklyn, which might be, you know, eight miles away. Now, if that bakery in Brooklyn wants to be listed as number one for all of New York, there's a fee involved. They can pay about $90 per year, and they will be listed as number one. So really, it's the Google model. We're really Google in 1997. When Google first kicked off, it was all free listings, it was all natural search. And they developed the pay-per-click model that allowed businesses, websites, to pay for those top rankings. And they, they call it out. They say, hey, this is a paid placement, and this is what you get. So we're doing the same thing. We're, we're just following Google's model. So we, we have a paid placement um, mechanism that is USBC certified, US Black Chamber certified, and that's how we make money. Okay. Then that answers uh, the question. Let me uh, uh, chime in here, uh, Eric, because I want to make sure that uh, Jackie's able to transfer uh, contact information between you and Herschel. Uh, Herschel has um, humbly uh, mentioned that he's the chairman of the uh, Friends of the African Union, the African Union being the uh, equivalent of the European Union for Africa in terms of political, monetary, uh, and and uh, ecological efforts that are going on continent wide, so he has a large database and contact field that would definitely be uh, interested in supporting uh, what you're doing and maybe taking it a step further in terms of their international directory, even through the uh, you know, African we've got Scientific Institute. names in that that, that directory right now. Okay, of uh, African American African businesses that we've been hoarding for the uh, uh, a period. We were diplomats uh, for Africa uh, back in the 90s. Uh, Americans who lived in Africa who were diplomatic representation of African countries, country of Guinea, to the United States. So back when you're talking about the U.S. Uh, uh, Black Chamber of Commerce, uh, uh, we all are are rather older, a half century or more. And so I'll, I'll be in contact with, it's Mine Detect Mine Inc. Is that it? That's a company, yes. Yeah, okay. All right, cool. Then we're, we look forward uh, to uh, uh, working. Uh, uh, I didn't know anything about you. Well, thank you. I, I, I appreciate that. Jackie, you've Any... done your, job. You've done your, your <laughs> bit, Jim. Jackie, you introduced me to another technologist. 
Well, you know, uh, I, I don't want this uh, moment to pass without uh, emphasizing the point that Eric brought up relative to the functionality of around the way versus a traditional web-based directory. And since that uh, his app is location-based, so as we do with the Urban Tech Fair, where all our information is about local, about local resources, local people, local companies, he is doing the same thing with a mobile app, as he illustrated, that when you say you need a, a plumber or you need a, a bed and breakfast, uh, those uh, companies that are around you will come up first versus countries just from all over the planet. So that's a great twist, my brother. You guys have a wonderful product. Thank you. Yes. Yes, it's excellent. Love it. You know, um, and love its simplicity. So how, how are you going to get get it? I see you've got BET and uh, others who have done stories on you. So are you available? Uh, and you're the media, so you're the, uh, you're the face of the company in terms of uh, the uh, PR, and we can uh, have them come to you. So how does one get a hold of you? Um, I'm sure that uh, uh, Jackie has my information. Um, I can, uh, or I can just give you my email now if you like. Okay. Well, for, uh, I understand, uh, brother Eric, that this show is recorded and available for replay on iTunes. So okay. uh, the information that you're releasing is not only for Herschel, but for others, our listeners, and people that are following the conversation that might want to reach out to you as well. Sure. So, because um, we have a uh, a main email for everybody, so how about um, if Jackie, uh, if you don't mind uh, passing my information along, I, I would not have a problem with that. Or, um, okay. or then, yeah, if that, that if, if you don't mind, we can do it that way. All Thanks. We appreciate it. And what's that main for everybody who's getting the iTunes? Let's give your main email address so that they can send you an email. I mean, you can go to the website for Around the Way app. Dot com and you have it right there. You can send a message uh, to any one of the uh, three founders on there or a message to the company. But uh, maybe you uh, – do they have an email that they, they could send, like info at around the way? Uh... Correct. Yeah, well, we all monitor that email. Yeah, info at aroundthewayapp.com. That's it. Mm-hmm. All right, so everybody knows to call info at aroundthewayapp.com if they want more information directly on this innovative app. Yes, and it's also we've entered it in the chat room and and on the Facebook social media. So if you want to um, connect, and as and of course as um, Herschel stated, just go to www.aroundthewayapp.com and you can reach out to everyone. Now, one thing we do, you know, we're kind of like selfish in showcasing, um, Eric. I'm going to let you know that we have a hidden agenda. We do want to showcase the app on the Urban Tech Fair website. And, of course, we would like to invite you to speak during the um, Urban Tech Fair, whether you like to do it. Um, for the virtual expo, for any on-the-ground expos, we definitely would love for you to come on as a speaker. Absolutely. I'd be, I'd be honored. All right. So we have about um, we have 12 minutes left on the show. We do have a few callers on the line, but they appear just to be listening in. I guess no one wants to um, speak. 
And um, okay. Well, well you know me, Jackie. I'll, I'll speak, speak right all now. the time. <laughs> no, well, we have a caller from the four two four. Just press Good. one. They I'm, want to I'm speak. Gone. Let me open up. Okay. All righty, Harry Show. Hi, caller from the four two four. Yes, good evening, everyone. This is Andrew Williams, Jr. Thank you so much for happy having me, Jackie. All right. And greetings, Welcome, Jim. And Thank you so much. I just have a brief question. Um, <clears throat> my focus is on the international realm, and my question deals with Bermuda specifically. Uh, is it possible for your location-based app to work also in other countries? Great question. We we are making accommodations now for it to find African-American businesses in Canada. Um, but outside of that, um, there are no plans for it to work in other countries. Um, the thing is, the technology is not the issue. It is the, you know, the data, right? You know, we're talking about, let's say we're talking about England, you know, trying to find the African-American businesses in Westchester, England, or London, England, Um you know, um, that is where the challenge lies. And then um, secondarily well, um, is, is having... Well, Eric, just to let you sure. know about Andrew, just to give you a little background, Andrew's working with Bermuda directly. So okay. he will actually be starting mm-hmm. an urban tech fair. So with Bermuda, he has, a, from, you know, from the government down, he has a direct relationship with. Is that one of the um, countries you had in mind, um, Andrew? And let me give you just a little bit more background before you answer that. Uh, Bermuda is a relatively small country. Uh, it only has 60,000 people. Uh, the, the majority of the population is of African-American descent. There is nothing like what it is that you're providing that's available right now, uh, particularly for visitors. They have some 300 to 400,000 people that come in on their cruise line every year, another 100,000 by air. And the, the black businesses there are dispersed. There is nothing like even a black chamber of commerce in the country of Bermuda. So uh, that's the background of my question to you. Yeah, so um, the technology is not very difficult for it to work anywhere on the globe. Again, the, the challenge is the, the, the data, right, getting our arms around the actual business listings in order for us to have that be a part of um, of the app. So long short of it is, and then also understanding the, the, the demand for such a product. Um, again, I, I, to be honest with you, I've never I've been to Bermuda. Um, long short, short of it is that there are no plans for, for that country, but it's not outside of the realm of possibility. Okay, that's close enough to rock and roll. <laughs> but thank, thank you for the question. Okay, I have a, a, a question. You know, we've, we've talked about some of the uh, functionality and the uh, benefits of uh, Around the Way app and the um, the business model in terms of how it plans to make money or, or, or monetize it. Uh, relative to uh, investors or uh, people that might be interested in uh, getting a, a white paper or a cloned version of, of your app, do you have some type of structure or, or policy in place for uh, individuals or angel or venture capital investment? Um, great question. Um, 
So how I would answer that question would be different than my co-founder slash CEO would answer it, right? So but I'll give you my answer. I guess she would say we're, we're very open to investors, and she would welcome that. Um, my experience is, I don't want to say I, I hate is a strong word, but I, I, I avoid investors like a plague. Uh, they are, from my experience, from the, the past year of, of running my other startup, um, they're not worth the time. Um, an effort to, you know, even deal with them. So, that, so, again, the official answer would probably be we're open to that, but my personal is that we, I like to focus on product and service and, and, and this app being the voice of people. I go straight to – I'm in the street every day in New York talking to the people up in Harlem about what works well about the app, what doesn't work well about the app. That is my focus. Um, a, so um, making a great product, that people want to use is is paramount. Um, everything else is window dressing, including investors who. Well, I want to get into my whole personal thing behind behind investment, but so so to date, everything's been self funded. We we put all the money in ourselves. Therefore, we don't have outsiders actually making decisions for the, the people who are going to benefit the most. Again, you know, and there's, there's been great businesses that that have been had great investments and have actually been purchased by, you know, people who are not African-Americans. You think about BT in essence, right? You know, one could, could, could potentially criticize that, hey, you know, non-African-Americans own BT, non-African-Americans own essence. You know, I, you know, is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? I think in the long, long run of it, it, it could potentially be a bad thing because you have people controlling our voice who may or may not have our best interests at heart. And so when you invite investment into the fold, then you have a different voice who might not have – who, and then the focus becomes money as opposed to having the best service to empower these black businesses. That's what we're all about. And, of course, if we can make a buck along the way, that's good. But the bottom line is I think there's too many folks – who have made money from our community, and the community is is not the focal point. It, it's been going on longer than than any of us on this call have been around. So I know it's a long answer for a really sh- uh, short question, but long and short of it is, and, and, and we don't have an investment uh, model, if you if you will, um, because right now we're not looking for outside investors. Is is long short of it. I, I apologize for being long winded on that question, Jim. <laughs> Well, I, I think yeah, you touched on great. some of the uh, uh, key points when you talked about the focus or uh, the goals of the, the culture uh, of that company changes with outside investment. Uh, we often look at the success story of Barry Gordy and Motown, but once yep. uh, Motown was sold and they went Hollywood, they quit making hits. So that tells Absolutely. you a lot right there. Uh, you Absolutely. Know, you, you, you've got to keep the uh, the focus of the company as Steve Jobs did with Apple, as as uh, uh, Bill Gates did with Microsoft, on the the end end user and the quality product. Absolutely. And, and another quick example, if you don't mind, I mean, if I, I think about BT. Uh, I first got introduced to BT during my college days when I was uh, just back in the. Uh, in the early 90s, uh, late 80s, early, like late 80s, I think is when I got introduced. Back then we had uh, shows like Teen Summit, right, Some shows about empowering some, some things that teens were with, with, and I used to watch that show. We had um, BT News, right, um, news that affects us, some, some positive 
role models and things like that. I don't think BT News doesn't come on anymore, Teen Summit. And why? It's probably, you know, its bottom line is ratings and money. Those shows probably got okay ratings in 2013. The equivalent of those shows will probably get okay ratings. But guess what? Gets the great ratings. These garbage reality shows, Tiny and Tina, some garbage reality shows, and you got black folk acting like a, a darn fool, gets the best ratings. It makes the most money. I, from a business perspective, I totally get it. And, I, and I'm not mad at them. But the, but the focus is money. It's not empowering the community. So that's why, you know, that's another example, and that's why I kind of have issue with other people controlling our voice. We need to control our voice. But you know right? what, yes. But I also feel, too, um, Eric, if we support one another and recycle our dollars, we don't have to sell out to make money. And I think it's a big lie and myth they put up in front of us, and they tell us you get these big ratings, these big numbers. This is what they tell us. We're still accepting someone else's version of it. But too many people, since I started my movement, Rewound Out Loud, I've seen about 100 movements about music with substance, quality music, all the old school hip hoppers. Their, their careers are being revived because there is a desire for certain quality, and people are paying money to attend concerts that's being sold out, ring the bell, sold out across the country. It's not necessarily true that it doesn't make money, but it's the myth. It's the issue of control. As long as we keep us down, I think one of the reasons that they bought Motown was to eliminate competition. Sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a longer picture. You know, Motown went down, stopped making the hits, and then other companies were able to make the same hits Motown would have been making, but they were owned by other people, and the money went in other people's pockets. So I just I just don't like us to think that doing good has to equate to not having money. Like when I work with nonprofits, a lot of times blacks so much equate nonprofit to being broke. But I work with nonprofits with million dollar plus budgets back in the early nineties. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I found that we even had stock investments. I didn't realize you can have a um, at that time a nonprofit and, and invest in the stock market had what they call passive income. Mm-hmm. Uh, Planned Parenthood owned so much real estate they almost lost their five hundred one c three because. They own so much money in real estate. So it's this myth. Um, doing good does not have to equate to being broke, and it's not like you can't make money. So if we do, everybody get the Roundaway app, get into a neighborhood, find a black business to support. Everybody in business work on doing their best, delivering the best quality and the best customer service, and we take our money wherever we get it from, but, you know, funnel that money back into our community, we start to see our wealth grow. Absolutely. I think the term that you're looking for, Jackie, is called social entrepreneurship, uh, businesses that generate money and also create social good, businesses such as the Around the Way app. You know, we, we are really glad to have you on the show, Eric, and I want to make sure that before we close out, you give the URL, the contact information out again. Uh, you know, you guys are doing a, a wonderful job, and I'm glad to hear that you're serious about the uh, the focus and the direction of your company. 
Absolutely. So, yeah, so the URL, again, is, I appreciate this, um, is aroundthewayapp.com. Again, aroundthewayapp.com. Or you can simply go to the, the iPhone app store and search for Around the Way or the Google Play store and search for Around the Way. Okay. So um, we're about to close out time. And we're going to, um, we kicked off with Polymath, which was by Anthony Stewart in his new CD release. We started off the show with his um, his instrumental Polymath before we were doing Power, and that was by Hezekiah from his album Johnny Popcorn, The Crow. So we're going to close out with Power. Um, and before we close out, um, there's a question that we asked. So we're going to ask... Um, I'm going to ask it to you, Eric. Then, we're, then, Jim, you come right in and you answer the question, and then I'm going to hit power, and we're going to close out the show. So the question is, gentlemen, you have 30 seconds in the whole world listening. What do you want to share? Eric? Oh, I, I thought well, Jim was first. I'm sorry. Yeah, so I, I would want to share uh, – 30 seconds, it really is about empowering one's community. So, you know, a lot of people will look at as me as an African-American and, and, and empowering African-American-owned businesses, but I, I, I empower and, and those folks from different communities to do the same thing for their communities. So whether you're black, white, brown, or, or whatever, it's about caring about people, caring about your community, and doing everything you could possibly can to empower those communities. And that's great because uh, Around the Way app uh, epitomizes what the Urban Tech Fair is about. It uh, shows the talent that's available in your neighborhood, the services that are available in your neighborhood. It's about the community convalescing around a common goal of creating new jobs and new businesses in your own neighborhood. So, you know, we, we thank you. And we remind everyone to keep their inboxes open. The Urban Tech Fair is about to do some big things. We're getting ready to gear up for our crowdfunding campaign. Uh, We're getting ready to start making some major announcements. Uh, We've got some great things going on, and people and guests such as Eric Hamilton and the Around the Way app that will be coming on the show. Tell your friends about us, and you can always download us on iTunes, iTunes. Anytime. All our past shows are archived there. 